0: place rest for the broken and weary, where you can let go, you fully known. Thank you for visiting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We pray the following message will be encouraging to you. Listen in as we start taking away the layers of religion and discover the joy of a relationship with the Creator. Me, for one, i just eternally grateful to, to all the pastoral staff, all six pastors. I uh, personally receive many things from each and every one of them. I receive even deliverance. I receive higher levels, impartation, inheritance. Because how many people know that, spiritually speaking, we receive inheritance from our pastors? And apart from our fellowship from God, ourselves, God has made another avenue to receive from God himself, and that's through the gifts that God has given to us, the body of Christ, the church, which is the pastoral staff. And effortlessly and and with all the energy, they pour into us. They pour into us, and they pour into us. They release Christ to us. They release the gifts to us. They release the word of God to us. They release the spirit to us so that we, in, in, in turn, could be equipped... So that we can mature that we can grow so that we in turn could be released and do the things that they do in greater senses so in a, in a, to god I, I like to say thank you to God because he has definitely given us a dream team in the sanctuary fellowship and that's the pastoral staff dream team thank you for leas- thank you for releasing Christ to us and I also know that see it's very important when, when you see, when the ministers come and they, and they declare the word, whether it be through worship or whether it be through any avenue that they're gifted, and when they declare the word to us, you see, they're releasing the spirit as well because they're also, you know, the word with the spirit is also always combined. They're also married to each other. So when they release the spirit, wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. So that's why when the worship pastor or the the people and they're releasing that and they're trying to get you involved into the worship, they're trying to get you in the realm of that spirit because in that spirit contains God's dominion or, or realm of deliverance and everything that we need all the salvation, everything that we need. So if we can press through, if we can listen to the pastoral staff, the messages, the worship, if we can get to that place in Christ, then they won't even have to lay hands on us. That spirit, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The things begin to just fall off on their own. And that's why it's so important when the spirit of the Lord is moving in this place. Sometimes we're not even conscious of it and we can miss our day of visitation, just like Israel. And sometimes we do miss our... Visitation, Because the Bible says that the presence of the Lord was here to heal. So when the presence of the Lord comes, it comes for a specific purpose, not just to give you chills and not to give you goosebumps and hair standing on your neck, but the presence of the Lord is given to us and is released in a place to establish the purpose of God for a particular time. So whatever your need may be, whether it be deliverance, whether it be healing, whether it just to be the calm, the voices of the demons that so plague us every day, the shadows that we see at night and the things that affect us and afflict us, if we can just, like the woman who tried to reach for the hem of his garment, if we can just press through and get into the presence of the Lord, I know that it will be all right. I know that I can draw from the reservoir of the dominion of God. I know that I can get everything that God has for me if I can just touch The hem of his garment, the presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord, there is freedom. With the spirit of the Lord, is, there is liberty. And sometimes the liberty is not in our lives because we keep trying and we keep trying. And we think that it's because I'm doing something wrong or it's because that I'm not doing something right. But the thing is, is that what we're not doing is not believing God. When God said, be holy, be righteous, it's not that we had to work to get to that place. It meant that he gave us that ability, that gift of righteousness and holiness. Therefore, we can just be. So we are trying to work and trying to be what we already are, spiritually speaking. So we get full of unrest and uneasiness that's why the pastoral staff, they continue to release the message of God. They continue to release the words of God. They continue to connect with God, just like a a surge protector or a, um, What's, what's that called? A plug that plugs into another one, like a, an extension cord. Just like an extension cord, they plug into God so that they can plug into you. So when you go home, you can plug into your husband or wife. So your husband and wife can plug into their children. So the children can plug into the friends in the school. So the friends in school can plug into their mothers. So they can plug into their fathers. So they can plug into to, to their cousins and their sisters. See, just like every chair over here is connected, once we get connected to the source, we don't have to continue to buy generational curses continuously once we connected to God we abide in God and we live in God we have that force field around us we have that life of God in us we have what we need so once like these chairs are connected once we get connected with God we get what we need from God and just like these chairs are connected and everybody sits and they rest from our place of rest we can receive But sometimes we don't know how to rest because we've been taught and we've been moved and we've been saying, you got to do this and you got to pray, you got to get rid of your TVs, you got to get rid of this, we got to do what we got to do. But there's something different where the Spirit of the Lord is. You see, there's a a saying in Watchman Knee: Are you fighting to victory or are you fighting from victory? See, when you fight from victory you will never be defeated. But if you fight for victory, you will always lose. So the thing is, is that, what do you mean? What are you saying? What are you saying? You see, God rested. I mean, this is totally awful what I'm doing here. Is that, that are, <laughs> God rested on the seventh day because his works were finished. God rested not because he was tired, but because the job was completed, it was done. Christ, when he died, he said, it is finished. And then he what? He went, ascended, sat down at the right hand of the Father. And in Hebrews, it tells us that we can enter God's rest if we sit down or cease from our own works, from our own efforts. So the reason is, is that Christ, he said it is finished, he is completed, he is done. He said that we are complete in Christ. He also said that he is all in all. So if Christ is to be everything in us, if we are to plug in and we are to have that connection to Christ, everything we need, we don't strive for it ourselves. He supplies it. So what what is my responsibility? God, I'm going through a crazy battle right now. The battle is the Lord's. I, 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 need, I need some financial substance. I need some help, God. I don't know. You go to church, the pastoral say, He is Jehovah Jireh, your provider. See, sometimes we need to pay attention in church because somebody could be talking when God is releasing the spirit and the word of God to give you what you need in your particular situation. But sometimes if we miss it, it goes over our head. We're going to go throughout the week still trying to search and still be in our worry and anxiety and still trying to reach out for the help of God when God has been speaking continually. And our pastoral staff wasn't meant for us to continue to depend on them. They are the vehicle of Christ. It was meant for us to depend on God who is the source of everything we need. But what God does in our lives is through, through the dream team through a lot of other people who speaks into our lives they begin to equip us they begin to establish us let, let me show you this real quick let me pull out my big Pentecostal Bible 40 pounds let me show you what I mean in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 it says and he gave some And in another version, it says gifts. And he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors, and teachers. For what purpose? For the equipping of the saints. For the work of service. For the building up of the body of Christ. Let me go back to verse 12. For the equipping of the saints. For what purpose? For the work of service. You see, they are our our shepherds. They help lead us and direct us into the purposes and plans of God. They help encourage us, so on and so forth, right? But what is the the, the main thing? God said, you see, they're the ministers who minister to the ministers. You see, sometimes we get so self-conscious. If I was just like Pastor George or Gary, if I can be just like that, then I'll step out. But God is saying now, and even in this message, that he is declaring that he has equipped you for the purpose of stepping out. You have everything you need. The Bible says in heavenly places, we have everything we need. Why we are not tapping into it is because we're not getting into the spirit and we're not getting into the heavenly places where God dwells. The thing is this. He has equipped us for the work of of service, he has given us a ministry of reconciliation. I I tapped into the love of God. Nobody can't can't tell me any anything different. My heart is being fixed to love the Lord, and from that place of love, from that place of of ecstasy with Him, I am to like like that extension cord. Plug into someone else so that they can understand what God's love is towards them. So that they, they don't have to be victim to their circumstance. Even though that they're going through or they're sick. But God has the reservoir of, of treasures for them to get to give to them. So he has equipped us. The Bible says he has given us armor. He has given us armor. He, we have the, the light of his sword. We have armor. We got the breastplate of righteousness which conceals... Or, or, or protects our identity. Righteousness is being right with God. And sometimes we continue to always think about how we're wrong with God rather than how come we're right with God. I'm wrong with God. I can't do this. I can't step out with this. My confidence is stricken. I sinned that day. I sin this day. I, how could God use me? God, it's not about what you can do. To make God love you or use you he has called you for a purpose regardless but through your surrender because he doesn't call us to be perfect performers he calls us to perfect surrender and so from that place of a perfect surrender will come the anointing of God and when we release the spirit of God like they release it to us then from that dominion of God's spirit they will have what they need but what are we doing sometimes we're sitting down, not in our rest, but we're sitting down on everything that God has given us. We have all the power and the authority on earth. He said, in my name you shall cast out devils. You shall hear the sick. You shall raise the dead. How come this is happening in, in Africa and not here? I want to see that now, and I'm jealous for those works. I'm jealous for the relationship that they have with God. I want that. How can we not thirsty for that? How can we not thirsty for that? It it hurts me sometimes because we're too stuck sometimes on ourselves and we neglect to love God the way he deserves to be loved. I mean, he grieves and he feels hurt a lot of the times because he gave everything to us, his son. And what we do sometimes, we nail Christ back to the cross just like the Pharisees because he's messing around with our personal agenda. We say, You stay right there because I still got things to do in this world. But the lust of the world is passing away. But the things of God will last forever. But God has equipped us. He has equipped us. Just like if I was coming at somebody who's an officer with a knife, they were trained, they're equipped. They'll be ready to pull out that gun and take care of that person like this in an instant. They're equipped. And today, like Uncle Sam calls an army forth, and he says, I want you. God will declare to this congregation that I call you forth because I want you. Not because I want you because of anything in yourself or anything that you're doing that you can work for it. But God will- you because he had poured into you he has doing things into you and he's ready to use you so that you can release the spirit just like it was released to you into the lives of others just like this woman sandy right here a new christian her, her, her bird died what did she do she stepped out in faith and why are we not stepping out she stepped out in faith and she prayed over the bird with her family and the bird came back to life why are we not practicing this We're too busy practicing our anger on our husbands and wives, practicing our our jealousy on them. We're too busy practicing all these different things, but instead of staying in the presence of God and practicing the presence of God, practicing the voice of God, practicing the things that God wants to do in our lives. Sometimes when there's dead flowers, we should practice releasing the life of God. Sometimes when there's roaches, now nobody want to pray for their roaches, right? remember Jan Kraut said that when she was a little girl, she loved her chicken. She loved her chicken so much that she played with her chicken. And one day her chicken went off the road and her chicken got ran over and the eyes popped out and everything. So she loved her chicken so much. You see, love is the grounding and the releasing power of the gifting. And she loved her Chicken so much that she started. She said, "I remember my papa who, who used to pray for people when they were sick. I'm gonna pray for my chicken." So she closed her eyes and she laid hands on her chicken. Her chicken's eye was probably touching her hand or whatever. And as she prayed for the chicken, all of a sudden she opened up her eyes and the chicken was looking at her. Like, look, 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 look. That's the power that we have. God doesn't show any favoritism to anyone. He doesn't give this one and that one different things because he favors this one. He has given us all a torch, a fire, the spirit of Christ himself who's ready to be released, but we have to step out. I remember Heidi Baker, they told her, you're going to do miracles, you're going to do miracles. So she stepped out and she tried to do miracles and nothing happened. And God said, I'm calling you to surrender to me, to believe in me. Because sometimes we get really ambitious like me. Where I, I was told certain things over my life. I get ambitious. I started to look for everybody on the streets. I went even to a place. I went to a Santero place. I walked up in the Santero place. Man, I got Christ in me. I walked right up into the Santero place. A lady walked right in front of me. She said, can I help you? I said, what are these things over here? Because I saw all these different witchcraft things and stuff like that on on. on or hanging up on strings or whatever. I said, what is this over here? She said, oh, this is for when this happens in your life, you need this. This is for when that happens in your life, you need that. I said, I said uh, is, do you guys believe in the Bible? And this is when I was a beginning Christian. She said, oh, we have Bibles. I said, don't, don't you believe in, uh, you know, in the Bible? She said, who sent you? She backed up. And by faith, I just said, the spirit of God sent me. I put my finger, the spirit of God sent me so that he can put you on the right track. She said, what? And, and I left that place. I laid hands on the store. I said, God, I started speaking in tongues. And I said, close this thing down. Yo, no joke. I went back the next week. It was closed down. <laughs> I said, glory to God. I was like. But sometimes religion teaches you, hold on, back up. Uh-uh. You need to go to school first. You need to you need to learn this first. You need to learn that first. And they started churching me. I was I was just ready to move in the world. Like, yo, you got, you know, many of us in the world, yo, yo, I got problems. Yo, where where where's the problems? Let's solve problems. Let's let's be and, and when I came into the church, I was like, God, let's solve these problems. Let's go. Let's solve these problems. But then, you know, religion gets a hold of you and they like shut you down. That's why I love sanctuary. We tear the layers of religion off of us. That's why I love God. Step out. Step out. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk you through something real quick in 1 Samuel chapter 3. Chapter It says, Now Eli was very old. He heard all that his sons were doing to all Israel. Am I in the right spot? Oh, no, I was on two. Sorry. There we go. Three. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord before Eli. And word from 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 the Lord was rare in those days. Vision was infrequent. And it happened at that time as Eli was lying down in his place. Now his eyesight had begun to grow dim and he could not see well. And the lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. That the Lord called Samuel and he said, here I am. Who called Samuel? The Lord called Samuel samuel said here i am there's a call going out will you say here i am or will we look to our inadequacies or inferiority complexes and say i'm not like moses and say god God, i'm not i'm not capable of what do you think i am will we look like moses and will we say you know what god I, I, i i can't do this thing are we looking at this or are we looking at who, how big God is, or are we looking at how big our weakness is? So the call is going forth. Then he ran to Eli and said, "Here I am, for you called me." He got it twisted. He doesn't know that that was the voice of God speaking to him, right? He said, "Here I am." Then he then um he said. Here I am for you called me But he said I did not call Lie down again So he went and lay down And the Lord called yet again Samuel So Samuel rose and went to Eli and said Here I am for you called me But he answered I did not call my son Lie down again Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord Nor had the word of the Lord yet been revealed to him Wait a minute This guy in the beginning was ministering to the Lord Ever since he was a young child And just like the pastoral staff in this church, Samuel's mother's name was Hannah. Hannah had Samson in her belly. And in this place, it's like we have many people in the belly. For what purpose? To nurture us and to release us into the gifting of God. So Samuel was released into the giftings of God. He served in the temple before Eli, but he still did not know the Lord personally. Many of us, we grow up in church. Many of us, we got, we got pastors for fathers or, or uncles or, or grandmothers. We have all the, we grew up in church. But we still don't, we know how to, we know how to clap, we know how to dance, we know how, to, how, how the church looks. But we still have not entered into the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. It's not enough for my father to know Christ. I have to know him for myself. So Samuel, it says, he did not know the Lord, nor had the word of the Lord been revealed to him. I believe God is about to reveal himself to many of us. I believe that he's going to reveal himself to us when we go to sleep in dreams. He's about to draw us. He's about to prepare us. The womb is about to burst forth for the Samuels in this place, for the Elijahs in this place, for the Samson's in this place. God is about to do a thing just like uncle sam said samuel uncle sam said he's calling you will you answer and step out so the lord called samuel again for the third time and he arose and went to eli and said here i am for you called me then eli discerned eli discerned that the lord was calling the boy he discerned the lord was calling the boy Thank God for a pastoral staff who knows and discerns the voice of God. And they're always encouraging us, step out. God is saying this to you. God is saying that to you. He discerned the voice of the Lord and in a sense he taught Samuel how to discern the voice of the Lord and now since he got the voice of the Lord how many know if all I need is his voice because if I get his voice I get his wisdom if I get his voice I get his knowledge if I get his voice I get his direction if I get his voice I get his power if I get his voice I can see miracles if I get his voice I can see demons scream out of people and Eli said to Samuel Go lie down, and it shall be if he calls you that you shall speak. Lord, for thy servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Then the Lord came and stood and called, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for thy servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I am about to do a thing in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. I believe... In a, in a sense God is about to do a thing that everyone who hears it their ears will tingle not in a judgmental form but God is about to it's like a tidal wave or, 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 or um, a tsunami or something that's going to come forth within the land of people and the spirit of God is going to be refreshing people that nobody ever thought they would be refreshed. who thought the son of Sam was going to get saved and we over here judging people. oh yeah, he's, he's in there. I can't talk to him about that. You don't know why people do what they do sometimes. And we over here, sometimes we be judging people because, oh, look at how many guys or this girl was with. Or look at this one. Or look at that. You don't know the reason why they do things. Sometimes they do it from their wounds the majority of the time. That's what it's from. But we're not called to do this. We're called to do this. What we're called to do is show them the love of God that changed me and pour that out into them. So I believe God is going to do a thing. And, 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 and I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know God is about to move. And he's calling a, a generation who would say, yes, Lord, who would say, you know what? I want to be a part of this. I don't want to miss out of this. I want to be because I know that it's like um, the day... Of, of people trying to be like somebody or for the day that somebody is trying to you know work so hard to be the the main person in church or the day that God is forget about all that God is about to fall on everybody you know what I mean everybody's about to taste this you know what I mean God is it's gonna fall that everybody's gonna walk out of here and wherever they go the Spirit of God is gonna go with them Moses said praise God Moses said You know, you're calling me out of Egypt, this world system. You're calling me out. But God, you know what? You said you're going to send your angel with me, but if you don't go with me, I don't want to go nowhere. If your presence doesn't go with me, I don't want to go. God said, my presence is going to go with you. Moses said, how else would this world know the distinction between us and them if your presence is not with me? The presence of God is going to be with you. The anointing of God is going to be with you. When you walk into a place and people are in a hair shop or the salon or something like that, the anointing is going to be on you. People are probably just going to fall. Demons are probably just going to be like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't, I can't do my hair right now. I'm shaking too much. Because the demon, the demons right behind They're like, get out of here, get out of here, get out of here, get out of here. If Peter's shadow did it, why can't my shadow do it? y'all looking at me like eh, uh, that, that God is the God of the impossible all things are possible to him that bit we believers let's start believing we don't believe because we don't got no more, we don't got no word in us how can we get the word in us get off the lazy butt and start reading so Samuel So Samuel, he gets established as a prophet of the Lord. He starts judging the people. He starts, you know, the Philistines were warring with them at that time. They were at war with the Philistines. He raises up Saul. Saul, he releases the spirit into Saul. Saul begins to prophesy, but Saul tried to build his own kingdom instead of God's. So Saul, you might, you might as well wait, make for the one that, that, that should be and that's the one who has a heart after God and that should show us how or or the way that God desires us to move is to have a heart for him to do what he wants it's not about me if Christ put his reputation to the side how much more we put our rep to the side it's not about our reputation it's about the kingdom and sometimes if you do that God will tell you to do something crazy to test you You know, God it's not about me it's not about me tell him I love them (sighs) is that you? I don't know if that's you I gotta test this. You know what I mean? But he made way for the David. He made way for the David. And at that time Eli he had died because his sons, you know what I mean? He heard about his sons, how they were how they were killed in the war with the Philistines, and then he had died. But the thing is this sometimes we do know this word. Like Eli's sons. They 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 they, they were living. Crazy in church. They were having sex with the woman in church. They were taking stuff for the people in church. Their father knew God in a sense, but they, you know, they used church for their own benefit. So they took the ark of the covenant too, the warfare and everybody was shouting, yeah, the ark is here, but they all got slain and his sons died too. So we can't use this word to manipulate others. We can't use that word to get our own way. That's witchcraft. That's what that is. And when Saul was on his own road, he's building his own kingdom, fearing man, Samuel said, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, stubbornness as idolatry. He said, oh, but please honor me before the people. It was about the people to him. It was about the people to him. And even Eli, though he was a man who discerned, yet... He did not allow God to continue to refine him to a place where he can totally focus on God because he honored his kids, the Bible says, more than he honored the Lord. That's why when his kids died, he fell over when he was old and broke his neck. So God, when Samuel went to go raise up David, he went to the house of Jesse. Not Sal's wife, but he went to the house of Jesse. So he said, all these sons over here, he said, you know, this." this as soon as he saw one guy, because Saul, he was tall, he's like a head taller than all the other ones. As soon as he saw this, this guy who kind of looked like Saul, he was tall, his handsome David's brother, he said, Surely God, this is the key. God said, No, 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 don't. Man looks on the outside, God looks at the inside. I remember one time I heard a testimony where everybody was, you know, fellowshipping in a church, and this minister saw some guy who looked like a bum in the back. And he was about to go fellowship with his friends. And he said, you know what? Something is drawing me to this man. He said he, so he sacrificed his fellowship with his friends just, you know, just to, to introduce himself to this bum-looking guy with his head down on the pew. So as soon as he said, how you doing? I'm glad you came. The bum lifted up his head with eternity in his eyes. He said, no, I'm glad you came. And so we don't even know the form of the Lord sometimes. Moses... It said he was a man who discerned the form of the Lord. If the Lord was going to move through this way, he knew it. If the form of the Lord was come come through a rock, he knew it. If the form of the Lord was going to come through a dream, he knew it. We have to get ready to start getting close to God where we can discern the form of the Lord. So now, David is raised up. And David becomes the king and it's stated that he has a heart after God. And so just like Christ, when he raised up the 12... He sent them out. He raised up the 70, he sent them out. The pastoral staff has a heart for God that they don't even care if we can do greater things than them, they just want us to go and step out. Because even Jesus said, greater works than these shall you do. Not that we are better than God and could do things better than him, but that through God we can do greater works than him because he wants to establish the kingdom so that we can do better things for his purposes. So step out. You never know what can happen. Leave the results to God. I remember Gary taught me that. I never forget it. He said, you lay hands on them, you pray for them, and the results are up to God. You just step out and believe. So if I go out there and pray for somebody, and I'm believing God, that's up to God. The results is up to him. It's not about my reputation and God don't heal them. Well, look at me, God. Look at me, God. Look at me, God. Step out. Step out. And I got one more scripture for you, and we we'll close. It says, All scripture, this is in um, 2 Timothy 3, starting with verse 16. All scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. That the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. Just like Gideon sometimes, we feel like we're not adequate. But God is making us adequate. I I solemnly charge you in the presence of God and of jesus christ who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom preach the word be ready in season and out of season reprove rebuke exhort and great patience and with great patience and instruction for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but wanting to have their ears tickled they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance with their own desires that's why a lot of atheists and people, they don't want to believe because it messes up their lifestyle. But what are we supposed to be ready? We're supposed to be stepping out. Rebuke, correct. Do the miraculous in the name of God. For he has given you the name. Jesus said, Father, I have glorified your name. The name that you have given me and that very name he has given you. In the name of Jesus, you shall cast out. So are you willing to step out? Are you willing to get in the stream of the army of God? The army that marches on their knees in prayer and intercession. Through prayer and intercession, we can stand in the gap and we can see even nations get blocked off. Things change. Who's ready to be a soldier? Who's ready to step out? For we are called to an army that will never lose. We are called to an army that's fully equipped. We're called to the army of the Lord of hosts. Will you join in today? Even in a natural army, they lay down their lives. They lay down their occupations. They say, I'm getting involved. I'm enlisting myself. Will you be willing to say, God, I played both sides of the fence too long? And I know now, because I'm tasting and seeing that you're good. And I want to get in your army because in your army, I'm unstoppable. Father, in your army, my grandmother who's in Santeria is gonna be free. Amen. In my army, when I step in the place, the people who are sickly and diseased, I will believe that you did it because you said, "Lay hands on the sick." You said, "Heal the sick." You didn't say, "Pray a prayer for twenty minutes." You said, "Heal the sick." Amen. So I'ma go in there believing. Testimonies of people being raised from the dead in other countries. I want to raise the dead even if I start with a a hamster or a bird. I'm going to start practicing the presence. I'm going to start practicing the things, the weaponry, the, the arsenal of God. I'm going to start practicing the arsenal, the, the arrows releasing, the arrows of intercession. I'm going to start practicing swinging the light of his sword. I'm going to start practicing, start being the light of this world. I'm going to start practicing being the salt of this world. Like Pastor said, the abdomo, the sastomo. I'm a season this world wherever I go. I'm going to speak into their lives. Whenever they want to choke and whenever they want to be perverse about it, I'm going to speak into their lives. Whenever it is going forth, God, I want to honor you with not man. Hallelujah. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we stand before you in this place, God. For you have equipped us have given us your spirit, the very spirit that empowered you, the very spirit who you listen to, the very spirit of Christ himself, the spirit of resurrection Father, don't allow it to be dormant in our lives, Father stir up the gifts, stir up the gifts, those that are in their seats, Father, stir up the gifts you know they know what you're calling them to, Father stir up the gifts, don't let them bury their talents and gifts, Father stir up the gifts, stir up the pot Stir up the wells in their bellies, Father God. Stir it up, for they know that they are called to do your purpose, Father God. Even if their purpose is to clean a toilet, just like Stephen was a waiter, but he moved in the miraculous, Father God. He was translated, Father God. We are going to move in your miraculous, Father God. We are going to be your soldiers, Father God, who tap into the the reservoir and give those that are in need because we love them, not because we're trying to build our name for ourselves, Father God. Jesus, so right now, those that are ready to say, I'm enlisting in this army because I got cousins sick, I got things that are going on in my own life. I I got family that's not even saved It's time to shake a nation It's time to shake a generation It's time to raise up my children It's time to pastor my house the right way Time to pastor my children the right way Time to declare over the enemies of my house In this house we shall serve the Lord So the altars are open If you want to answer the call Come forward If you want to You want the impartation, the gifts. The pastoral ministry is here. Everyone is here. We are going to lay hands. We are going to believe God to equip. We are going to believe God from this day forth that the miraculous is going to happen in your lives. The power of God is going to move in your lives. God is not going to fail you because love never fails.